Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Stay champions. My name is Michelle McLean. I'm the CEO of a company called Retention Masters, and I am a brand strategist uh, in layman's terms. That means I help people to create content and share their stories 
And I'm also really proud about my master networking skills. And that is what we are talking about this morning. I always love it when I get to follow Stephen because although none of us ever really share our information or content before we hit the stage, it always seems to flow so well together. And so this morning, I'm gonna be sharing with you guys seven tips for executing a master networking plan. Before we hop into that though, guys, please open up your mics, give Stephen a round of applause. He's just a superhuman, isn't he? Don't you guys love Stephen? Yes, 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 yes. So I'm sure he'll hear your applauses in the replay, but we've got about 25 minutes. So I'm going to dive right on into our content this morning. As always, you can always get my tip by clicking on my profile picture. Join my VIP text club. Absolutely free. More than happy to provide you with my notes. So guys, what is networking? Well, at the core of everything, networking is building relationships and getting people to know, trust, and want to do business with you, whether that's online or offline. And there's all different ways that networking connections and relationships can be built. I personally spent the first few years of my career building my social media following, creating genuine engagement, not buying followers, genuine engagement, and being authentic. And authenticity is something that I share through and through on these stages and in these rooms, because at my core, I believe it with every fiber of my being. So how do we network, right? Stephen kind of went into the, into the high level of networking today, right? About creating those connections and relationships for other people and other businesses and taking those profits, right? Taking a percentage of those deals. And very similar to Stephen, I do some somewhere of the similar thing, but I wanted to really break this down for you this morning because as much as I love Stephen, not every one of us has millions and millions of dollars to go out and buy a company right now. You have to start at the bottom, you have to start with the basics. Maybe that's you today. Maybe that's you. I mean, you're just starting out, right? Maybe you're just starting your company or maybe you have a traditional sales job, right? You're working maybe for a car dealership. Uh, I know a lot of our following comes from that. That was my background. And you wanna create more genuine relationships, get your name out there. And of course you have the goal of selling more product. But how do you do that? Where do you start? That's the path that I'm gonna take you down this morning. So. Let's dive on in here, and uh, here are seven tips for executing a master networking plan. All right, so my tip number one, and this is really important because if you don't know who your followers are, if you don't know who you're speaking to, it's gonna be really difficult to convey and sell that product. We had someone that was here last week, and, and for the life of me, I'm sorry, I can't remember who it was, uh, but at the end of my segment, she was talking about how she you know, cleaned houses on one hand, and on the other hand, she did some shopping and personal assistance things, on, and then on the other hand, she did some organization. And I shared with her how important it was that although we can have many different interests, you have to get out of that mentality of, of becoming like the jack of all trades, master of none, if you will, when you're just starting out. It's great that you're interested in lots of different things. It's great that you're good at lots of different things. But when it comes down to building actual relationships, you need to figure out who your target audience is and what you stand for. What's your why? What gets you up in the morning? Whatever that thing is that you're super passionate about, that you can pair with something you're super talented at, that's kind of where you want to start. But part of that success equation, as I share frequently, you know, with Sharon Lecter and Three Feet of Gold, passion plus talent times action times association plus faith, that association piece is so incredibly crucial 
when it comes to building a network and then of course building your business. So my tip number one, know your target audience and where they hang out, right? You have to make sure that you are focusing on the right people. And when I say focusing on the right people, I'm not saying uh, the secret to networking is attending some event or passing out a bunch of business cards. We all know those people. It's not about meeting as many people as possible in hopes of being that piece of spaghetti, right? That just sticks and something works out. Instead, you need to focus your energy on creating relationships with people that you know will actually be able to make a difference in your career. You wanna build communities, build communities of people who will become your brand advocates. We all know of a product that we've probably purchased or a service or a relationship that we have made and built simply because it came as a recommendation or referral from someone else, right? So that's what I'm talking about when it comes to knowing your target audience and building, the, building these brand advocates. Do you want to create a crest, a network effect, which is basically people who are going to be influenced by what other people are saying about your product or service. The more that you can get other people talking about what you do and less about yourself, the easier it's going to be for you to convert new leads, new sales, and generate a profit. So that is my tip number one for executing a master networking plan. Know your target audience and where they hang out and focus on the right people. All right, number two. Number two, and this comes from one of my favorite books. Of course, we all know Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Affected People. This is something that I live by. I bleed it in my everyday life. All of you know that my hashtag is we rise together. Probably know me for my green hearts. It's something that's very near and dear to me. Green is the color of mental health. And I lost my husband to suicide in 2016. So that's why I pair those two together. A lot of times people ask, hey, where did this come from? But I genuinely bleed this. Tip number two for building a strong network, create a win-win situation. Guys, you have to avoid the blind pitch. Again, going back to the fact that many of us know someone who is just spamming inboxes. LinkedIn's the worst for it. They spam your inbox. They, they send you the little, you know, generic little wave sign. They know nothing about you. They know nothing about your company, nothing about what you do. And that they just flood your inbox with lame pitch after lame pitch that probably doesn't pertain to you half the time, right? We can all point out somebody that's done that. So you have to avoid the blind pitch. You want to start conversations with what you bring to the table. Just like Steven said, right? Especially when it comes to a website. As a brand strategist, I talk about this a lot because when people come to me for help, the first things that I hear out of their mouth are, I need a logo and I need a website. And I say, that's fantastic. We can get to that. But first things first, you're putting the cart before the horse. If you have a website that tells people your story and, and what you do and all of that, that's fine and good. But your website's only going to be as strong as the people that are, are knowing who you are and they're, they're searching for your website and or you've already made that connection and you're giving them your website. I think having a really powerful brand and a social media presence goes even further than that. And then you can go with the website or the logo or creating to build that brand. But Stephen hit the nail on the head. I need to know, what do you do? Who are you? What do you do? What's the problem you solve? And how do I get it? At the very basics, if you're going to have a website, that should be the first thing that people see. It should answer those three questions. And I'm so glad that Steven shared that because you really do. You need to tell people, you need to give them that 30 second pitch of, hey, this is who I am. This is how you reach me. What is your call to action? If you're going to have a website, it's so incredibly important that you have that call to action on your website, right? And along those lines, having a great value proposition, right? This is how you create these win-win situations. 
let people know what they can expect from you. What is it your product or service does better than anyone else? What solution is it delivering? And what is differentiating you from the competition? If you can't answer those questions to someone, it's very unlikely that they're going to be interested in partnering with you or in investing in you. But at the bottom line, in the end of the day, you want to make sure that both you and the other party that you're creating this relationship with are going to equally gain. There becomes an imbalance in a partnership or any type of a relationship, right? Think about your own personal relationships, whether it's a friend or it's a significant other. When one person feels like they're not getting as much out of the relationship or partnership as the other, that's when you start to see an imbalance and, and people typically start to have issues. And ultimately, a lot of times in, in life and in our relationships, you know, whether that's a significant other, especially, those are sometimes that's what actually leads to divorces, a lack of joy, a lack of connection, a lack of feeling like I matter as much as you matter. So when you're trying to build relationships and create a network, again, make sure that you're creating those win-win situations. You don't want to leave people feeling like they're not getting as much out of the partnership as you are. You don't want people to feel cheated or used. And ultimately that happens, you're getting one chance to make a first impression. You usually can't go back and build long-term relationships if you haven't set the expectation upfront. So that is my tip number two, create win-win situations. All right, tip number three for executing a master networking plan. This is probably the biggest takeaway you're gonna take from this stage this morning. It's how I built my business. It's hugely important. Give more than you ask for. I talk about it frequently here, the principle of reciprocity. Build value, build value, build value, then ask for business. Famous Gary Vee quote. And I'm not all about the quotes and everything, but it's so true. If you haven't built enough value in yourself, you have not earned the right to ask for business, guys. You have to give before you receive. And in networking situations, there's nothing more, more true. People are going to expect you to ask them for help, right? Especially if it's a high level, right? An influencer, somebody that, that has a lot of business or somebody that's already built a successful business. But if you're that person that turns around and simply offers some support to that person or says, hey, you added value to my life, conversely. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. There's a way that you can add value to theirs. Well, that makes for a really well-rounded relationship and a partnership. You wanna be grateful, you wanna return the favor. It's absolutely important that you understand like I said, there's, as Gary Vee says in jab, 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 right hook, there's no knockout without the setup. You cannot convert without first priming the situation, guys. So that is my tip number three. If you truly want to make an impact, if you truly want to start building genuine, valuable relationships, ask, what can I do for you before asking the question or saying, hey, can you help me with? It goes a long way with people. And I've said this to you before, that when you're reaching out to people, especially on social media, you're gonna, you need to set yourself apart. You need to stand out. And instead of being that person that's just going around to inboxes with your hands and your arms wide open and saying, gimme, 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 help me, help me, help me, help me, help me. Instead, approach that with, hey, 
I can do A, B, C, D, E, F, G for you, or I got this value out of what you've shared, or I saw this is your expertise. Is there a way that you can help me with a specific, a specific niche or a specific need? Be intentional with your follow-up, be intentional with your connections, be intentional with those messages that you're sending and be genuine, be genuine, authentic, transparent. And I promise you, it's going to take you further than you could ever possibly imagine. So that is my tip number three, give before you receive and give more than you ask for. All right, tip number four, tip number four, become a connector. And this is exactly what Stephen was talking about this morning. You don't always have to gain something from a relationship. And again, that balance always comes into play. You always wanna make sure that you're that there's kind of a, a level playing field, if you will, not to say that one can't give more than another or that maybe somebody's expertise doesn't come in a little bit higher than your own, right? Never be the smartest person in the room. But when you can create genuine connections for other people and introduce people who can benefit from one another, like Stephen talked about, it's just as effective and you can get paid from doing that. In addition, you also can build a stronger rapport with multiple people and it, it makes you look really good to others. It's so important that you become that connector. I can tell you off the top of my head that if there is a specific area that you need assistance with, even if I'm not the expert, I know someone who is. And if, and if my expert doesn't know, they know an expert who is. There is so much power in building a personal network, especially of high level professionals, people who share your same core values and strengths. Those people are the people that are going to have your back when you have theirs. There isn't a single situation out there that there isn't someone I can pick up the phone and go, hey, I don't know, but you do, or you know someone who does. So that is my tip number four become a connector. It's so incredibly powerful when you can create these genuine relationships for other people. Tip number four to executing a master networking plan, become a connector. All right, tip number five. And this is, I think, where some people really miss the mark. I'll get questions or I'll get messages all the time of, Michelle, I'm not getting any leads or Michelle, my conversion sucks. One thing that I look for when I start working with a client, I start by looking at their social media presence. I look at the call to actions on their social media page. Then we go to the website. That social media aspect in this day and age is super, super, super important. Tip number five, you have to have a system in place for lead generation. Again, piggybacking off of what Stephen said. What do you do? What problem do you solve? And that really key important piece is how do I get it? If people cannot go to your social media or they can't go to your website and right off the bat within the first two seconds know how they can get whatever it is that you're selling, you're not gonna convert that person. It's, it's just, it's not rocking science, it's just reality. And this is something that I, I pound into dealerships heads all the time. Think about the last time that you went to shop for a car probably started on Google, right? Looking around, trying to figure out the features, options, all that kind of stuff. Maybe wanting to get a price or maybe wanting to get a trade-in for your vehicle. And then all of a sudden you find a dealer, you get to the dealership's website and what happens? You just get lost in the sea of nonsense, right? You never actually can get to where you need to go because they haven't set up their call to action properly. I should be able right off the bat to be able to connect with somebody 
and talk to a human being and say, hey, this is what I'm interested in. When can I come in and drive the car, right? It's no different for any business. If people don't have a way to directly connect with you, they don't know what your call to action is, in the first few minutes that they're, they're right there, not even a few minutes, few seconds, likely you're going to lose them. So again, tip number five, have a system in place for lead generation. That is key. That is key to successful networking. You have to have a way to follow up with people. Put together an email list. If you're going to be at an event, have a sign-up sheet or have some way that people can connect with you instead of handing out the generic business card. I talked about this again last week. My business cards look different from everyone else. I have two different sets. For my auto dealers, I have a metal card in the shape of a car and it's got my information etched into it. That's never gonna get lost in a sea of, of paper rectangular cards. And then we also have a square one that's, that simply has my name and my handwriting with my phone number and a QR code that takes you right to my website where you as a dealer, you can have my, my 25 question assessment and that shows me exactly what your strengths and weaknesses are in your, in your store and that way I can best help you. But I have a call to action on everything. Having that call to action on your social media pages as well as your website is incredibly important. And on the same lines of that system in place for lead generation, you need to use your social networks, right? You need to leverage what you have. You need to leverage them. So that's my tip number six. Use your social networks. I understand that all of us are on social media. But the one thing I want you to understand is that you need to, again, know where your target audience is. And, I, and I've referenced this in the past, you know, if, if you're a, a 60 plus year old woman, right? Let's say that, that your business is supplements, for example. Let's say you're selling a supplement to help, uh, I don't know, women who maybe have menopause. I'm just throwing it out there because I'm getting to that age. God, I'm showing my age. I'm only 40, but we're getting to that point. So if that's your business model, you're probably not going to find too many customers advertising on TikTok right? Not to say that there aren't 65 year old women on TikTok, but if you have an ad budget that you're looking to put together, especially if it's one of significance and you're, you're wanting to target and retarget people on social media, well, TikTok's probably not going to be the best place to go because the average age of somebody that's on TikTok is going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of about 14 to 24 years old. And again, there's exceptions to every rule, but you would probably better focus your target marketing on places like Facebook, right? Maybe some on LinkedIn. Connect with people on LinkedIn, right? That are, are close to your age. That is your target audience. It goes back to the very first thing that I said, which is know your target audience and where they hang out. So you need to use your social networks and you need to use them the right way. You need to connect on a personal level with different people, not only in your industry, but also outside of it and the people that'll buy your products. So LinkedIn, we all, we all use LinkedIn for the most part. If you don't, you should be. But on LinkedIn, that's a great way to get introduced to new contacts through your current connections in your industry. And you can use LinkedIn as a professional database to find people that you can create these types of partnerships with. On Facebook, it's a little bit different of a strategy. Facebook is not all about business. Facebook should be more for creating that personal brand, for sharing your personal story for getting people to have some type of an emotion channeled when they see your content, whether that's humor or you're, you're tugging on their heartstrings, you're channeling something. You want people to feel something when they come in contact with you on social media. You know, Glenn put this whole room together on the, on the preface of motivation, education, and inspiration. 
Is the content that you're putting out sharing those tenets? Is it, is it driving some kind of an emotion in people? Are you making them laugh? Are you making them cry? Are you making them feel when they look at your page or your content or your story or your brand, how does it make them feel? There's a great Maya Angelou quote. This is people will forget what you said. They will forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. So be intentional with that contact, be intentional with your social networks, right? Make sure that the content that you are putting out, it's channeling something in someone, right? That's so incredibly important. You want people to feel something when they read your posts. Have a compelling story, be authentic. It makes you human, it makes you relatable. It highlights your purpose, it moves people to action and it provides context and backstory about your business and about who you are and what makes you you. We talked last week about being unique. What makes you you guys? Statistically, 63% of people remember stories. 5% of people remember statistics. What are they gonna remember about you? People know me for my green hearts. You can ask probably anybody on this, on this stage or in this audience, what do you know Michelle McLean for? Her hashtag, we rise together, right? My green hearts, that's what people know me for. I try to change lives, I'm an overcomer and I believe at my core in helping people any way that I can, sometimes to a fault. Sometimes it gets me in a lot of trouble because there's only so many hours in a day and there's only so many people that I can serve. And I've literally been so guilty of it this past year of, of pouring from an empty cup because I wanna help people in so many ways. And I had to take a really hard look at my own business model, at my processes and say, okay, Michelle, you can only serve so many people if, if you're not taking care of, of you and your mind and your mental space and your health and your self care, you're not gonna be good to anybody. And so I've had to create really hard boundaries and that's tough for me. I don't have an off button. I don't know what downtime is. I've cried to people on this stage and off about how overextended I am and, and feeling like I, I'm not enough because I want to help so many people. And at the end of the day, the reality is we just can't do it all. So guys, when you're creating these connections, again, be super intentional, be super intentional with your social time, with your networking, be super intentional with your content and make sure that you're creating connections that are ultimately going to help not just you win, but others win as well. So that is my tip number six, using social networks to create a network that wins. And finally, we got about five minutes left here. Great way to execute and create master networking plan. Start your own group, whether that's online or off. Guys, they're powerful. One of the best ways to meet like-minded people is by establishing your own thing. You know, a lot of people know about my story. I, I in 2020, I was tipping the scales at almost 300 pounds and I, I just had a breaking point. I looked at the mirror one day and didn't know who I was anymore. I didn't know how everything had spiraled so far out of control after my husband's death. I just literally let myself go. I wasn't eating right. I was drinking wine like it was going out of style and and somehow i gained all of this weight and i looked down at that scale and i just remember crying in 2020 and i literally picked up the phone and i called and i asked for help and i said i can't do this anymore on my own i hired a professional coach for health and nutrition and fitness i ultimately through that process found 75 hard and i just completed the entire 75 hard series last month, the entire, all, all four phases of that, I've dropped 140 pounds in just over a year. And 
because of that, a lot of people have followed my story and they've come to me and said, hey, Michelle, how did you do it? And so one way that I've learned now to give back, and this is something I'm really excited and proud of, is I've taken all of these people and I've kind of put them into one grouping through my text club. And I've started a weekly free meetup. It's an accountability group. You don't necessarily have to be doing 75 hard, but each week we're going to go through things like food and fitness and nutrition and macros and supplements and all the questions that people ask me on a daily basis. My inbox is flooded with how did you lose the weight? So instead of trying to respond to every single person one-on-one and individually answer every single question, I want to add value. So what am I doing? I've created this weekly accountability group. It's called We Rise Together Wednesdays Through Weight Loss. And we've got about 15 people that have signed up and they show up every week and they get to network and they get to commingle and they get to ask me questions and other people questions. And I'm creating this camaraderie around this group of people who want to be healthier. Am I getting anything out of it? No, but at the end of the day, maybe one of those people will come to me and say, hey, I'm interested in in further doing business with you or I'm interested maybe in purchasing products, nutritional products that that you have a hand in. I'm a legionnaire for first form. So I have access and free shipping to some really fantastic products to help people if they so want that. But I pulled everybody together. I created that massive group. I created a space where people can can interact with one another and, and feel safe and get something from everybody in that group. And there were tears last week in our first meeting. I let everyone go around and share their personal stories. And I learned so much about so many of these people. And it, it just tugged at my heart. But I genuinely want to help. And that's one way that I can do that is by creating that space where I can bring people that are like-minded and like-hearted together in one place. And I can create new connections for them. So that's a really great way to build a network, guys. Start your own group. Again, whether it's online or off. You, there's all types of websites out there. Create Facebook groups. Facebook groups are a great way to engage with people, again, that are like-minded and like-hearted create something like that. Or maybe, you know, maybe create a smaller group in your backyard, in your community. Maybe, maybe, you know, you're a realtor, right? Connect with other realtors just because they're your competition doesn't mean you can't learn something from them. Create a a coffee night for realtors in your community and, and get together and brainstorm. We call them 20 groups in automotive. Not sure what you call them in real estate, but create a mastermind session, right? Like-minded people. It doesn't have to be something you're charging for. Say, Hey, I'm going to be at ABC Coffee House every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Come on out and join me. You need somebody to help you create some content that, that looks pretty and, and invites people? Reach out to me. That's what I do. Happy to help. There you go. I'm creating a new connection for you. If you want to create your own group, reach out to me. Happy to help. Happy to answer questions, right? My time is valuable, so please respect it. But again, these are things. This is how we can create symmetry and we can create relationships together. So by being the leader of this group, you will immediately become more connected. You'll become sought out. You'll be positioned as the expert and people will ultimately want to meet you because you're the one that created it. So that is my tip number seven for creating a master networking plan. Start your own group, start your own meetup, start your own coffee night, whatever it is online or off. So it is now five o'clock guys. 30 minutes always seems to go so incredibly fast, but I'll be back here next time. Our same time, same place next week as always. We rise together, go out and make your day and someone else is amazing. 
Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.